Hello, 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 and welcome to Off Time Drive. This is a show that has been off for quite a bit. You want another reason why? Tell me the reason why. Um, because you moved to New York City. Whoa, you sound completely different. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? You're not Jamie Selman. I'm not Jamie Selman. I'm Gian Gomez. Gian Gomez. They talk about you a lot on Off Time Drive. That's what I hear. Here's something that I, I felt the need to bring up um, at the top of the show is that you, sir, did not steer us in the direction of that Wonder Twins episode. I did not. About. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was like, I hope this is going towards that Wonder Twins episode because that was not me. Who the fuck was that? I don't know. Oh, did you ever see that episode? Someone much lamer. Than it was an me. episode of Smallville. All of our Russian listeners love you already because they all downloaded that episode and they're like holy fuck they were this from is awesome albany albany or, Al- wait not albany uh, albany, <laughs> albany is in new york you twat uh um albania I don't, I don't, yes it's that's it they, <laughs> i couldn't remember it, it. Yeah. like there yeah yeah there you go you're about good okay so what have you been up to first of all okay um yeah eugene and jamie are not with us right now they are in a completely different state Actually, well, they're in the same place. I'm in a different place. Um, so, yeah, they're not they're not with us on this episode of the show. No. No, and they're not going to be for a little bit. Hopefully, we'll get them back. Because you could do podcasts over a long, long distance. It doesn't even fucking matter. It's the magic of the internet, Gian. Magic of the fucking internet. But, yes, I am in New York City right now, where I now live forever. For a while, forever. I mean, maybe not. No one wants to live here forever. I'm sure there are plenty of people that want to live here forever. He's shit talking New York City. Kind of on the on your first episode of the show. You're just a little bit. Fuck you, New York. A little bit. Ah, New York. Fuck. Fuck it. So, uh, why do you hate New York City so much? I don't hate it. It's just uh, certain things get annoying, like Like, the massive amount of people. There are, there are a lot of people here. You know, that's one of the things, like, they didn't tell me that before I got here. I was like, I'll just go to New York. There's a lot of people in New York City. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, fuck a yourself. A lot of people, whatever. I, I I've been to the New South Florida Fair. I know what a lot of people <laughs> looks like. like. <laughs> a lot of, lot of rednecks people. and uh, camo baby strollers. Everything's like, it smells like funnel cake. It's awesome. <laughs> not That's not quite true of the city. There are a lot of smells. Very few of them are funnel cake. A lot of it's horse shit. A lot of it's regular human shit. <laughs> I was in the subway today, and I'm pretty sure somebody was having had defecated very recently. That happens a lot in the subway. Yeah. Well, it wasn't actually in the train. It was in the station. And it was, like, on Rector Street, which is odd, because it's a very, very quiet station downtown. Mm. And, no, yeah, it just smelled like doo-doo. <laughs> and then we got on the train and came back home. So, how long have you been living in New York City, Gian? Um, I've been living here since the March before last. It's over a year. Over a year. And where do you live? Um, 54th Street and 1st Midtown, Midtown Manhattan. Manhattan. How are the prices there? I hear it's kind of pricey. It is very pricey. Luckily, we have Damien's grandma. Who <laughs> we pay a... Uh, small fee too in exchange for living in a good area that sounds roughly sexual or slightly sexual well, not roughly sexual it gets a little sexual it gets a little yeah, rough sacrifices have to be made mm-hmm. it's like a blood sacrifice but it's like a cum sacrifice right it's a blood right cum sacrifice yeah. yeah hell yeah it's real messy that's gross so what's new in entertainment Gian? what's new in entertainment yeah um I hear your finger's pretty close to the pulse of pop culture. Do you mean... Youth culture. Do you mean because Kanye West lives in the building above my work? Does he? Is that why you're saying You that? work there? Okay, I had a friend that was down there the other day because he was coming out of the building. Mm-hmm. Wait, and where does he... He lives there? I don't know. What? No, he lives on, like, Lexington in the 100 and something. He lives way, way up there. Oh. But um, uh, he was at that... Uh, probably your restaurant. Maybe. Where do you work? Uh, it's called B and B. And what do they do there? They make burgers and uh, 
food for food? the bougie stylish crowd <laughs> for the bougie style <laughs> yeah the bourgeois the bourgeois is that yes. the word you're looking for it's a very trendy area it's like uh it's soho so it's yeah. like a lot of oakley stores and uh j crews and all that stuff all that other shit that you don't buy yeah well, I have no. I have like two J. Crew shirts. Oh, you're pretty cool. <laughs> I don't make a habit of buying it, but yeah, but you're nice shopping stuff. it before it was cool. Yeah, that's probably not true. How much does a fucking shirt at J. Crew well, cost? Usually, we just I don't even know what the hell that is. Like J. Crew, I've heard the term. Uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck. What do they sell? Well, they, obviously they're a, a clothing retailer. What right. kind of clothes do they it's sell? It's like men and women's apparel, but... Uh, well, that's good. It's, it's nice. It's not like transvestite like, apparel. It's nice. It's like nice clothes. You know, like floral checkered shirts and the... So, like... What do you mean nice? Like nice clothing? Like nicer than Banana Republic? <laughs> nicer than Banana Shots Republic? Shots fired at Banana Republic. Holy shit. Is that a thing that happened? Um, What do you mean? I don't know. Like that someone intentionally shot up an hey, Gian, I already country. asked you what the fuck is going on in entertainment. <laughs> and you said... And then we strayed off on J.Crew. You wanted to know about J.Crew. I did, and I still don't really feel like I know about J.Crew. Well, all right. You know the clothes Damien wears? Yes. That's J.Crew. Oh, Those are all okay. J.Crew. So fucking gay hipster so, shit. Sure. I, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of hipster. Or it's becoming... I really don't know what the hell Damien wears. I don't know. Shorts. Nice clothes. T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know, I've only I've seen him like twice since I moved here. Oh, uh, that's true. He what? I mean, he went to Croatia. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah. yeah, he did go to Croatia. Brought back some sticky juice, <laughs> some sweet, sweet part of the sacrifice. Juice I mean, that smells and tastes like lychee. He was with his grandma, so they're. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm waiting now. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, why you're living there for so cheap. Oh yes. Mm. Have you seen Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? No, I've seen the paparazzi waiting for Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Do you ever like put on a fake mustache and like try to find him? Like walk into the building, like you walked into my building today, and um, just kind of smooth talk your way past the doorman? No. Why does he live above a restaurant? He's Kanye West. I don't know. Why does he have his own fucking I don't know building? He, I don't like think he lives house. above it. I think he lives like right next to it on. The same in like because we are in a joint building okay so he's so. Uh, just on the same block <laughs> yeah, yeah i see yeah that kanye west he's a hell of a guy mm-hmm. he's kind of a yeah. dick he is kind of a dick i mean he's married to a he makes hobby. good music though you listen to a lot of that crap now <laughs> i mean i've listened to what is that one with the well they all have the teddy bear on it don't they i don't know are you really asking me that What's the <laughs> one with the teddy that's bear true on? i don't know why i'm asking <laughs> you that is that a serious question? The graduation was a good album. Uh, the one after that was good. I haven't listened. If he's released another one since then, I haven't listened mm-hmm. to it. He's pretty good. You listen to the one where he said he's a black skinhead. No. Oh, that's yeah, the most that's the new one, right? Yeah. That song's good. I remember when that single came. It's out. really not though. Like, it's, it's all right. I listened to a lot of it on Rhapsody, <clears throat> and it was just extremely bland. You it sounds Rhapsody. like city. Everything else. <laughs> Why don't you upgrade? Why would I do that? To what? Spotify. Spotify is shit. Spotify is good. Have you ever used Spotify? Yes. Have you, what, and the trial version? Shit. Or... I hate it. It's great. How much does it cost a month? Uh, probably the same as Spotify. It's like 20 or uh, 15 That's way too much. Rhapsody is $7 a month. That's, yeah, but you're not getting for much unlimited for unlimited streams. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not getting you can much? Get a, you get unlimited streaming for uh, Spotify. Yeah, but it's for fifteen fucking dollars. So why so, you're not selling me on the concept, Gia? But it's just it's better organized. Like that doesn't even make sense. It's perf- Rhapsody what? is fine. <laughs> well, you're settling for Rhapsody. That's why you're saying that. I am happy with Rhapsody. I have never had like a serious problem with it, <laughs> other than like when you're on the subway, you can't really like you have to have it downloaded, okay. like because you get free downloads onto your device. Onto your mobile device. Okay. So that way, if you don't have like reception, you could still. Well, yeah, music. Spotify does the same thing. Yeah, but for fifteen dollars. And it's green. Okay, I want you right now to tell me. Oh, it's green. It's green. Holy fuck! Whoa, the oh color my scheme God, that's is way amazing. Better than... <laughs> I want you to sell me right now on <clears throat> Rhapsody. I'm just a guy. Or Wait, Rhapsody. on Rhapsody? No, I mean, no. sure, I can Spotify. sell. I can sell you on Rhapsody. I'm already sold. On it's Rhapsody. shit. It's seven, eight dollars a month. That's the um, opposite the of The color scheme is bland and boring and... It's blue and white. And, um... It's 
very clean looking. I haven't heard of it since like 2005. Well, I usually use Bear Share. Oh right. Well, yeah. Bear- <laughs> Kevin Kerpanic is a huge. Uh, he's a proponent. He's an yeah, advocate of it. Loves that Bear Share. That guy. What's he doing? Loves it. Living he laughed Florida. when I <laughs> when I first met Kevin. He came over to my house and he, bear was, share. Yeah, he was like, "What are you? So what are you guys doing?" <laughs> Yeah, that's that was his response exactly. He's like, "What do you guys use to download around here?" And I'm like, oh, "Bear share." And he's like, "A bear share? What the fuck? No one well, uses that it anymore." Was literally, it was like 99% viruses and shit. Well, that was like when it first came out. So by the time you when did when at that this? time everyone was using LimeWire, so I think it was 2000. And yeah, but see, the thing is, like, LimeWire is literally the same shit. It's the same network. It's just a different host. Is it? Yeah, it's all the Nutella network with a G. <laughs> the Nutella Gna- network. Gnutella. <laughs> nice. That's what they call what it. What was that? But, yeah, one? no, BearShare, LimeWire, and then there was another one. There was a third. Oh, uh, there was the donkey one. It had a donkey. It's <laughs> the little fucking... thumbnail. Um, shit, I can't remember. Yeah, it's Then there was important. the one with, like, all the, same. the falcon. Or like a Star Fox looking Falcon. Firefox, Mozilla Firefox. It was, um, it was Falco Wire or something like that. Falco know. Wire? Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That's what it was. Fialco Wire. Fialco Wire. Oh, he's going to be here life. soon. Nicholas Fialco. We like to talk <clears throat> about people that no one listening to this We like to go about. off on a lot of tangents. Well, that's fine. That's just podcasting in general. Yeah, but, so. you know, here's the thing about uh rhapsody it's perfectly fucking fine (laughs) but as i was saying yeah no okay i'm a potential consumer you work for spotify Mm -hmm. now bear in mind your service costs almost twice as much more than twice as much than what i'm paying i want you to sell me on this concept i want you to sell me on this concept I live in Manhattan. I don't have money to do anything because everything goes towards fucking rent and a piece of pizza costs 50 bucks. So. Well, if you stop buying cigarettes, that's a well, huge I did, chunk of technically. money right there. And gum. Just go cold turkey. Dude, it's like, you know how hard that is to do. It's not, probably not. It's probably not that hard. Everybody does it. Everybody quits smoking. It's really easy. Oh, God. No. No, sell me. Fucking, you use Spotify, sell me on Spotify. Alright, I'm the um, Spotify rep. Yes, you are. Um, it's green. I, you're not <laughs> selling me at all, sir. I think your service... Okay, sir. Now, how much do you charge for your... Alright, admittedly, I've never used Rhapsody. I've just watched you use Rhapsody. Okay. And it just seems kind of clunky and slow. Okay, so you Spotify. have no idea what you're but talking I about. But I have used Spotify for about three months I was using it. And did you pay for it? Yes, I did time. pay for it. And it was great. It was wonderful. You make your own playlists. Um, you're being Eugene right now. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. I'll just drop the microphone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll just go downstairs and go to Starbucks. Yeah. You could still hear me, right? That wasn't a question. I'm <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm fucking crazy um no i could i don't see the difference why would i pay twice as much because it's green <laughs> that's not the only reason all right but you you're not stream, telling me any other reason you can stream unlimited artists unlimited, well not that's not true unlimited. okay so you can't oh, even do that you could do that on uh, rhapsody uh, retract that statement unlimited artists um can make as many playlists as you want you it has the same download feature so yeah if you're in the subway and you need access to your music you're probably going to want to download that stuff okay but you can't download unlimited music no you can you can but it's you could listen to unlimited artists it's not going to be on your phone it's going to be on spotify like and i i guess it's in like a te- it must be in a temporary folder in the spotify app. okay because on rhapsody i could do all of that on my phone can you do all that offline yeah, I could down. Well, if I download it, then yeah. Right. But if is I it on your phone or is artist. it on? Yeah, it's on my phone. It's or it could be on my computer too. But it then, could be anywhere that I you... go. Well, never mind. It's follows me around the whole fucking city. City, <laughs> the Rhapsody Ghost. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think I can sell you without you actually using the membership. Without you trying. To so what you're trying to say is I should just pay them fifteen bucks. 
And try it out, yeah. And try it out. Sure. Well, I'm already happy with the service that I have. You're a terrible salesperson, <laughs> A. I don't think you're going to make it in retail. Stick to the Probably not. restaurant uh, business. Yeah, stick to the horrible restaurant business. What's so horrible about it? Um, just, I don't know, serving people, being nice. Well, it's restaurants in general, but like, the, so what's horrible about your restaurant? Uh, not, the restaurant's nice. Hopefully it's actually one this. of the nicer oh, okay. restaurants I've worked in. <laughs> Good. I just don't. Uh, I don't like picking. You said up. Rihanna comes in like once a week. No, she never comes in there. Does she live in New York? Yeah. No. Maybe I don't know. Didn't Jacob say that she used to come down to Whole Foods a lot? A lot of celebrities. She probably lives Foods. everywhere. She probably lives at a suitcase mostly. Donna was in Whole Foods like, very busy. all the time. Whatever her real oh, name is. Oh fucking yeah! But what is she do? Donna? Like that? That'll buy because like what is she doing these days? I mean, she's on Orange Is the New Black. Is she? Yeah, she's one of the lead here? characters on there. They shoot that here in LA. She does that here, I think. I don't. Well, I don't know where they shoot it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, something. There, there you go. <laughs> Just dead end. I don't know what that. Is. I don't know. Well, that's There's the extent of my uh, Orange Is the New Black. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, this has all been a very roundabout way of saying that. Uh, Something big happened in pop culture recently. The Flash Something show. huge. Bigger than that. Bigger than the Flash TV show. Um, yeah, it could possibly be bigger than that. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, there's a show on to. HBO called Game of Thrones. Oh. That I'm pretty aware of. Never and heard we of this. usually talk about this on Haven't Seen It, but Kevin Kelly is also not here. Because he lives in Florida, like everybody else. That I know. Um, so we're just going to talk about it on this one. Game of Thrones. Season finale, motherfucker. What did you think? It's great. What say you, guy? It was great. You're very descriptive. <laughs> I'm hanging off your uh, every word. <laughs> that is a mistake. So what happened? What happened on Game of Thrones? I mean, were you going to spoil it right now? Yeah, okay. We so we'll put that in here. Listening to this? Um, the people that are listening to this, hopefully you've seen the last episode. If not, I'm going to put a timestamp on the website. And if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead to when we go spoil something else. But odds are with that, you're not going to give a shit. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're going into deep, massive spoilers at this time. Horrible fucking spoilers. We're going to spoil every goddamn thing about this episode. Starting now. (laughs) (laughs) This is an audio-only format. You can't just give me fucking sexy eyes. Um... So Tyrion killed his dad. Whoa! Fucking spoilers, dude. He shot him on a toilet. First of all, that happened at the end of the episode. Let's, yeah, we're starting from start the, at end. the beginning. We'll why start we, backwards. Why did we do that? I don't know. Okay, we're gonna start at the wall. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jon Snow. Jon Snow had just defeated the wildlings. Not really. Well, they didn't. Yeah. I he, mean, they kind of did. He had to go. Sent them back. Say a truce. They retreated. A truce on the uh, wildling army. He wanted to declare one, but then they beat him anyway. Who was there? Who was there to save the day? Stannis Baratheon. King Stannis Baratheon. The one true king. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Now, when you're talking about these five kings, this war of the five kings, a lot of them are dead now. Um, but, who do you feel, sir, has the best claim to the Iron Throne? Not even just the best claim. Who do you think would be the best ruler? Um, like, out of everybody? Yeah, well, I mean everybody that's fighting for it. So you have Joffrey, who's dead, and now Tommen. I can fuck him. Um, you have Daenerys Targaryen. Mm-hmm. You have Rob Stark. Not anymore. But, you know, we're going to go all the way back. Well, we had... Fucking Rob. Fucking... God, what is his name from the Iron Islands? Oh, oh shit! What is Lord Butthole. Yeah, Lord. That's that it. Lord Butthole. It's hard. I don't, I don't like that guy. So I've just you know kind of buried. They all look him. really dirty. Like they need baths. They all look like pirates. They're all. Maybe that's why they're so dirty. I know. They're People are like, oh, it's like the Viking culture. It's not really. They're like. Mm. They, they all kind of look like pirates of the Caribbean. The Iron Islands. I don't know what the fuck that guy's name is. 
Balon Greyjoy. He's also dead now. Or is he not dead yet? What? No, he's alive still, oh. right? Okay, yeah. Then... He just doesn't want to go after his son. Spoilers. <laughs> he just doesn't care about his kids. Well, in his defense, Theon Greyjoy is a massive piece of shit. Sniveling <laughs> asshole. He was a piece of shit before he got turned into Reek. Yeah. So we got those assholes. Um, you had Renly, who's dead. And you have Stannis, and I think we're done with that. Yeah. Who do you think? If you were voting for fucking king. Um, Daenerys. Daenerys. Why? Because she has dragons. She does, but I don't think... A, as we saw in this episode, she didn't know how to fucking use them. Yeah, that's true. They're she trying to get away from her. Well, one, at least. Yeah, one's missing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that happened. That was Joe really sad to watch. Fucking killed a little kid, yeah. and uh, then flew away. And she had to punish the other two dragons that didn't do shit. Fucking bitch. I, you know, okay, here's the thing about Daenerys. I don't think she's a very good leader. I think that she... Yeah, this is him from the last one. This is really good for a podcast, by the way. Right. We're talking about Video- things visuals. that no one can see. Yeah, look at him. He looks like a giant. All right, now pull up the other what guy. Do you mean he looks like pull a up, giant. Based on what? Pull up How the does other that guy. look like a giant? Everyone listening should pull up both pictures right okay, now. Okay, well, that'll be our fucking picture for this episode. I guess he looks slightly bigger than the other guy, can but. We Photoshop it he so just he's looks next like a fucking to, tool like a now. Like, this guy sucks. The other guy looked like a. Tool also, but for different reasons. He looks like the guy from True Blood, the uh, werewolf guy. I don't watch that show. Too many fairies, bro. And not in like a gay way. They're literally fairies on that show. So this is this is so really the guy's a giant. You agreed. We come to that. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a giant. You agree that he was indeed. He was a, a normal sized dude. No, he was a giant. He's a giant. Okay, he was a giant. Well, basically, the reason that she got rid of Ser Jorah was because she wants, I don't know, she wants this guy all to herself. Like I said, she's a stupid cunt. I hate her. She doesn't know how to lead. She's older, she's, but she's acting more like the character in. The right, and she's, she's acting, acting like more 16, childish. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, she's such a good leader. No, she's not. Fuck her. She will lead the Seven Kingdoms straight to the dragons, though. A, she'll die. She's not... She'll sit the throne for, like, a month, and then she'll get poisoned by Littlefinger. And she's not going to be able to do it, because she's too fucking stupid to breathe. I hate Daenerys Targaryen. I enjoyed that character. I did in the beginning, but fuck her. Uh. Alright, so... Now that I've thoroughly obliterated your vote for queen or king who would be next on my list yeah who's next um aria but i know she won't ever take <laughs> she, she won't ever take yeah i mean she yeah. can't her story is about to get really interesting yeah she's going i mean right before she dies in the next episode what no <laughs> i hope she never dies uh she's too good of a character she's the boy who lived the boy. um ari 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 you oh that's kind of funny they're both named Harry. <laughs> Harry Potter connections. Yeah, dude. Okay, well, yeah, no, Arya is not... No, I'm of the kings and or queens. Not really, I just checked her off. Oh, and here's another thing. She doesn't know how to control the dragons because nobody does. They have to have a magic horn to do that, and she didn't have the magic horn. Wait, what? Yeah. You can control them with a horn? Yeah, in order to tame a dragon, you have to have this horn... The Tames Dragons because oh, magic. Shit. Yeah. You know, they Jacob, said that like three episodes ago. Jacob keeps saying uh, that <laughs> he wants Bran to eventually God, control dude. the dragons because huh? he can control animals. But I don't think oh. the dragons can be controlled like that. I think they're you can't work into the, they're yeah, too yeah, like wild and could. like crazy. Like I don't think it would be difficult. It would be it. But he's got this magic tree guy now right. to teach him the how guy to work. Lives in the tree. The man who is tree. Mm-hmm. Poorly explained. He's at got best. the giver. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's completely lost like for shit. real. Is it a lot different from the books right now? No, no, that kind of happens. But this, okay. First of all, with Bran, his story in Dance of Dragons, it's like they just finished it. Like that was basically what you get. He gets to the Three Eyed Crow, and then that's the end of the book. Oh, <laughs> um, man. So, I guess, I don't know. They're going to get rid of fucking what's-his-name. They killed Jojen Reed. 
And I think they were pretty straightforward about having killed him in the books. So you don't really know. Right. Um, I don't remember there being skeleton things coming out of the ground that pull him under. That was kind of dumb. That was really Why dumb. was, like... Why that, were they skeletons? It felt like unneeded conflict right when they were going to get to their goal. I mean, that kind of happens. Like, in the books, he's sick. And you saw it in the last two episodes yeah, where he was going to... Yeah, he saw his hand up. Obviously, yeah. he was going to die. He was right. Die. But, like, he was growing ill. Um throughout and i don't think that they did a, they cut something major from the books if you're a book listener first of all i already said spoilers yeah, if you, you have a problem to, at this point yourself, just go. go just fuck it okay in the book when they get to the wall they meet samuel tarley right the fat guy oh, no. he's on his they way back him in the yeah. well because he's on his way back in the cross paths um and he's going under the wall and he's like oh yo john snows whatever but um i got this friend who's gonna come and he's gonna help you and it's this guy who's riding a moose. A giant undead moose. And his name is Cold Hands. That's awesome. Why wasn't that in the show? Well, he's dead. Well, yeah, that all. would still be he's cool, alive. though. That's why his hands are cool. But I don't know why they took that character out. Um, maybe they were like, oh, this is too silly. We're just going to skip right to this old guy that lives under a tree forever. That's way more understandable. So, Cold Hands, did he... Did Sam give him that name? Or... I was actually, he, I think he did. He roll have. up on his moose. He was like, "I am cold hands." <laughs> I'm cold hands. He of the moose takes off his mittens. Well, See? they call him that because his hands are cold because he's dead. But he's like a ranger of the Night's Watch that I guess died, but he's lucid and whatever. Probably brought back to life by the children of the forest. That was another thing that happened. We this was our first that encounter with a child of the forest, and it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. What did you think about that? It reminded me of, uh, like, the book Lord of the Flies. For some reason. It just turned into children's mean? adventures. Like, it it kind of did. I was like, this is kind of lame now. We, kinda, like, we, cool. we took a trip to Narnia. Yeah. All of a sudden. So did they go into the In the middle of Game of Thrones. And she's like, bad stock. And her voice was like, I... It was oddly mixed and probably purposely so. Did her voice seem, like, way louder than everything else? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> ah. I'm just still thinking. I'm like that episode. That ending was really weird. Yeah, it was strange. But okay. Here's another thing. He George R. R. Martin Germ likes to say that uh, the children of the forest. They everybody's like, oh, it's your version of elves, right? It's like, no, no, it's not elves. He says it's not elves. He's not. They're supposed to be like tiny little like woodish looking things. They're kind of brown. They have four fingers. This literally just looked like a human child. Yeah. There's nothing weird about her. She was dirty. She was elvish. Grubby. Was she? <laughs> as I grubby didn't remember as her being uh, dirty. Iron, iron I was just shit. so taken aback that I was like, oh my god, it's a child of the forest. And oh my god, it's a kid living in a tree. With an old why man. is her voice so loud? Why is she throwing fireballs? That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. cool. And she killed Jojen. What a bitch. <laughs> I mean, she kind of finished him off. He was already, you know... He's halfway there. She was just kind of ending his suffering. Yeah. Helping him out. I'm looking at a picture of this lady. I get a good hard look. Children of uh, the forest. So is she just tossing those fireballs from her hands? It looked or? like it. Okay. It was probably like a magic thing, but yeah. they have magic. I got lots of stuff. I wonder how many. I don't even remember from the book. I do remember him encountering them. He like he meets the last of them, mm-hmm. and uh, at that point, I'm just like, well, why don't you all like? How do they just fuck and make more? They're children. We need more. Uh... <laughs> well, okay, children because they're short. <laughs> okay, so they just look like they children. call them the children of the. They're not literally children. Right, right. They're like super old. But they still look like children? Is that it? Or... Hold the microphone to your mouth, you it's, cock. It's around there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're like, nah. Yes. It goes this way, right? Here you go, ghost of Nikola Tesla. Why don't you speak for a while? Nikola Tesla died in this building, BT Dubs. He did. He's powering this building mm-hmm. with his spirit. Yeah, no. They're, they're supposed to be short. I always pictured them looking like the fucking... The way they described the Eloy in the time machine. But that's another thing where oh. they just always get transformed into regular humans. Mm-hmm. And then the Morlocks just get real ugly. Like Russians. 
Did you see the Time Machine, like the movie from a couple years back? No, the most recent one. Actually, I think I saw part of it in school. Yeah. It looked awful. It was pretty bad. Yeah, this is the way they, like, everybody illustrates them. This is what I pictured them looking like because this is the way that you describe them. This is fan art you're going to show me right now? Kind of, but it's, like, really artful fan art. Yeah, it's nice fan art. I always kind of, like, pictured them looking like trees. They probably had a weird. Because they're not human. It's the thing. It's not. It's not like we just like happened upon like an island of Samoans and yeah, they look different, but they're still people. They're not people, Gian. They're made of wood. Except in this, they're children. Right. Yeah, that was like literally a child in this. So Actually, she's maybe the last. She, was, she seemed oddly adult. I don't know. I barely remember this at all. So she's the last uh, child of the forest. I don't think she's the last. I think she's one of the last. Oh, okay. Maybe she's a million years old, and um, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what's happening in Game of Thrones, Jim. It's all gone crazy. Clearly, there's a guy sitting in. It made me think of like the, uh, uh, the the alien at the beginning of Aliens. It's like sitting in that giant chair. You know what I'm talking about? That they go and they find, and he's in Prometheus too. Oh, they call yeah. him the astronaut, and uh, that's what the guy in the tree made me think of because he was just sitting in a giant tree contraption, mm-hmm. a giant rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was that. Children of the Four. I can't find a picture of this person. Apparently, it didn't happen. Maybe I just about, dreamed this. Let's talk about that fight between the Hound and. Uh, okay, that was another thing that they changed. Amazing. They changed mildly from the books. They didn't even change it mildly. They changed it pretty drastically, but it. Served as a means to the same end. Um, in the book, you remember when like he got bit by that crazy guy outside of the village, and Arya's like, "We have to burn this out. We have to get it." Like the hound. By the crazy guy. Yeah, they're like sitting in the village, and um, Arya stabs the one guy through the heart. Oh, okay. And then they're talking. He's like, "Oh, you did really well." And then like this guy pops out. And he's like, Rawr! and he bites him on the shoulder, uh-huh. and then he kills him. Well, in the book, because and they went through it. I don't know why they didn't finish it that way if they were going to put all that detail into it. Um, Because she's like, we have to burn the wound. The wound. And he doesn't want that because he's He doesn't want it because he's afraid of fire. Right. Well, over time, that just gets infected and he dies. What? And it just opens with one chapter of him dying. And it's like the same exchange where he's like, do you remember where the heart is? And she's like, yeah! And, and she um, leaves him to die of infection? Yeah, he's like, just do it. And she's like, no! And then she just walks away. It's very strange. Huh. Like, well, it was strange in the show, too. I'm just like, why did she do that? Yeah. Well, being a bitch right now. Or... Yeah, after, like, all this, what seemed like a connection between them. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, all I All this knew, character development for nothing. Like, all she's supposed to obviously take a cold turn, you know, and, like, become a whatever Whatever she's a super saiyan right super saiyan aria um so it was kind of weird for her to just do that at the at the end like i would have just preferred her to stab him in the heart maybe with him without him asking yeah you would want like that one little uh just a moment of warmth and then you just kind of remember that she doesn't like him this isn't a world of warmth <laughs> yeah, this is and a, hugs this, this is, is a world Game of ice of and fire yes yeah but i don't know and she goes out to Bravos. But, like, yeah, in the book, uh, Brienne and Tarth did not fight him. Although this was way more cinematic, way more awesome. So yeah. I'm fine with that. It would have been really anticlimactic if that was, like, the the big ending to the episode. It's just them, like, oh, and now I'm dying because wound. And there was no sword fight. There was nothing like that. And she was just like, all right, I'm off to Bravos now. See you later. See you later. Goodbye! Vala Mogulis! Is it just me, or does uh, her sword seem really ineffective? It is. Like, I mean, it is, sure, it's called Needle, and it's really small, but... Oh. It's called Needle, and it's really small, but, uh... Like, what? I mean, if she's gonna learn more sword fighting, does that mean she's... Do you think she's gonna prefer that kind of sword, like a rapier-type sword, when she... Mm-hmm. gets better or do you think she'll eventually go to more like a slashing not broadsword but you know normal I mean okay have you seen like the needle that they used to sell before the HBO show on uh, 
I think so. I think Valyrian you showed steel. it to me once. I yeah, it just it. looks like a little version of a regular sword. Mm. Just like a it, it literally, a it's sword. a cruciform sword. Like a, yeah, a basic cruciform sword. It was just small enough that she'd be able to hold it. Um, and that's. I don't know. I didn't picture it like that because they didn't necessarily describe it very well. They just said it's a small sword. And I figured, because it was a straight edge sword, I was like, okay, well, they're doing like a rapier thing. And I always figured that water dancing was like rapier kind of stuff. Right. It's more like artistic and sure. flowing. And yeah, because they said, just the way that they described the form itself when they're talking about, um, you know, the way that they fight in Bravos. I was like, okay, well, they're doing. Like a like just a small sword, like a rapier and like a regular thing like that. Mm. But yeah, no, in the show it does look super, super fucking small. Looks like a toothpick that yeah. she's carrying around. It looks like it would snap the second that she'd actually tried to fight with it. It does it doesn't yeah. even look like it would be terribly effective for stabbing. Like it just looks too flimsy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, isn't that the like the movements are supposed to take care of that though, right? Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to just dance around your opponent and then just get wait for that one. Sure, but it's just like even with a rapier, it has to have some weight to it. Because mm-hmm. like if you were tr- like I'm trying to figure out a way to describe it, but like it, yeah, if it's too small, you like you wouldn't be able to. Uh, it would just be too narrow and too long. And it would just cut like they're supposed to bend a bit. Right, they have and, flex. Yeah. But I, I just I don't think that it would be good for stabbing or fighting at all. But yeah, I guess yeah. When you say the more I think about like the term it water dancing, this though, fucking uh, <laughs> fighting style is no like the water dancing fighting style. Like when you say water dancing and like even the stuff that you've been seeing her do this mm-hmm. season, like when she's doing all of all right, her, her practice, silly movements. It kind of looks like um, uh, Tai Chi Chuan, like. Yeah, yeah, Like a Tai exactly. Chi sword, yeah. yeah. And, like, that, I mean, that's a very fucking fluid moment. Like, in Tai Chi fencing, the swords are never supposed to... Um, the swords are always touching. Mm-hmm. The tips, you right. know, they cross the you know, <laughs> Okay, and, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so everything, like, when the opponent puts pressure on it, you're not, you're not supposed to resist. It's all supposed to oh, be, you like, just flow with fluid. And I'm like, like maybe uh, he was thinking like that when he wrote the term. Yeah, it's absolutely like that. Like sticky hands. Right, right. Sticky hands. Yeah, yeah. that was your nickname in high school, um, <laughs> because hands. you know. Um, <laughs> you should ask uh, Eugene sometime, or well, if he eventually talks on here, for, well, when he eventually talks on here, um, about my Spider-Man shirt from <laughs> middle school. The one that said wasn't me. No, it said sticky hands, and it was just this ridiculous like. Jazz hand, like, way like, not talking into the microphone right <laughs> but now. But he had a, he had like a DJ set in front of oh, him, okay. and his hands were all like he looked like a contortionist. That's pretty funny. That was trying to be a DJ. He has stickum powers, you know. Who's Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what he calls him? He's a spider. What? He's a human man spider. The human spider. Let's get the amazing Spider Man. I said the human spider. That was in that first movie. Spider-Man. By the way. <laughs> yeah, but no, the water dancing style, yeah, I think it, uh, I think that would actually be kind of cool if they just made that wushui. Like, they've, um, I don't know, if you, if you were to make it more of a fantastical setting where it doesn't really matter um, what cultures go with it because this all seems like it's supposed to be East, the 1400s western and asian yeah cultures. yeah yeah and th- there's a little bit of asian influence through like uh the dornish and stuff but it's like near eastern asian mm-hmm. um although oddly enough they still fight with regular cruciform swords as well oh maybe they don't we haven't really seen any dornish warriors other than uh, no. prince Oberon, which was fought with a that spear. was an awesome fight too it was pretty fantastic. That's he looked weird. like Darth Maul flipping around. Yes, it like it looked exactly like it. I was like, I wonder if they got the stuntman who did Darth Maul. To they do might have. Scene, cause it well, was the guy who familiar. played Darth Maul was his own stuntman. Like that actor, he's a oh, wow. famous like world champion martial artist. That's awesome. And so I got into it. And that's probably why he doesn't have any lines in that movie. It's because he's not an actor at all. all right. He's a ninja. And I had no idea that uh, it made more sense now that they called him what it, was it the Viper. Of uh, um, Dorn mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, the um, yeah, it is the viper, I think. And they explained that the spear had like poison on the end of it. Mm-hmm. 
that was awesome. I was like, oh, cool. Now it, now it makes sense. Right. I thought it was just like the snake reference because of the way he fought. Mm-hmm. Like lunging in, moving back. Sure, yeah. Moving quickly. Well, yeah, it was. And I mean, it does mean that too. Because like people didn't know that he had the poison tip. Mm-hmm. That probably would be against the rules um, in that stupid fight. Like that whole concept of trial by combat. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, dude, anything can happen. That that was real. Like they did that in Germany. Like that's a Germanic concept, mm-hmm. and they still do it uh, to this day. Where like you could just be like, I demand a trial by combat, and they'll pick for real. No, not at all. No, <laughs> where <laughs> like early Proto-Germanic culture. Um, this was even before the spread of Christianity. Was they they would have like trials by combat. I don't know if you could choose a champion. That seems kind of unfair. Because then like one person has to die no matter what. Unless, like, maybe you just knock them down. I feel like if this were... I don't know. I feel like this is a horrible judicial system. That we should have... That we should adopt immediately. Um, Because it'd be way... Like, court TV would be awesome. I know. Dude, their ratings would go through the roof. Yeah. They don't even have that anymore. It's true TV. That's where the impractical jokers are on. Is Judge Judy still on? No. She's very wealthy. Although, she was from here. She used to live in Queens, mm-hmm. and I had a friend that like grew up near her that lived in Florida, but everybody from New York goes to Florida at some point to die. State law uh, for both states. There's a reciprocity agreement. Um, <laughs> once you're this, once you're this old, age, you, you have must to go, go to Florida. Palm Beach and die. You're sentenced to Florida. <laughs> you are sentenced. <laughs> I hereby sentence. Probably, you know, if you can afford it, Boca Raton or uh, yeah. West Palm Beach. God, fuck Boca Raton. Boca's super boring. It really is, though. And I was paying the same amount for a dorm there as I'm paying here. And we could fucking see the Empire State Building from here. True. I guess you could probably see that from Jersey, too. But what I mean is we live three streets down from it. Three blocks. Two avenues. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, there was that. That was all cool. RAS stuff. Um, then, what else did we have? We had King's Landing was the next big stop Mm -hmm. on our mystical quest of the ending of Game of Thrones. Series finale. They canceled it. Oh, no. They're like, we just want to go out on a high note. It's our highest rated show ever. We're just going to focus on Veep. Which is also a fine show. I didn't mean to say that as if I have some distaste for it. It's not the show with Julie Louis Louis Dreyfus. Louis Dreyfus, and yes. um, Louis (laughs) C.K. Julia Louis C.K. Yeah, no, she's on that. It's good. I don't really watch it often, but it's funny when I do watch it. But we went back to King's Landing, Mm -hmm. dude. And we saw a lot. A lot going on there. Fucking... Jamie and Cersei was one of the things that stood out to me because we had this issue recently on Game of Thrones with uh, Jamie raping Cersei yes, and people and going fucking insane. Yeah. And here's the thing. Rape is bad, Gion. It's pretty shitty and you should never do it to anyone. Hopefully you'll never have it done to you. <laughs> Hopefully. But... It is a thing that exists in the world. Both in this world and in that world. The next world. And <laughs> the next world. <laughs> so where you are going with this? Like, uh, no, what I'm going with this is like people got up in arms about that. They're like, oh my god, hashtag cancel Game of Thrones is a thing on Twitter right. for 30 seconds. And it was like, really? Based on that? Based on not all of the other horrible shit that happens? It's just, oh, this, you know, a, a guy raped a lady and that was fucking oh my god do you that's so the do you worst think thing they had they show. had um they had another like sex scene between them mm-hmm. um in this after Cersei gets all well all worked up and you know admits to her father that all the rumors were true sure you know? yeah they had that well that's um, where i was going with this it's right. like it's kind of odd do you think they had that to make up for that uh scene because everyone well, got up both and I was like no scenes, look it's consensual yeah both of those scenes didn't happen in the book but here's the thing like in a relationship like that obviously their relationship is quite complex and unhealthy it, it's absurdly so 
But when you do have like a victim based, like a, a, a victim and an abuser type relationship, that doesn't mean that someone's going to break up. Nine times out of ten, which is a statistic that I just pulled out of my ass. But very frequently you'll see like people staying in this cycle of an abusive oh, relationship. Yeah. Um, so that to me, it, it's not surprising. It, I, I did kind of think that though, like when they were like, are they appeasing people? Because that's not going to help. I guess they would just want Cersei to be like, I'm a strong, independent woman, which she totally fucking is, and that's like her whole thing. I had an argument online. Not really an argument, but it was... I posted something about that, and then somebody else posted something about... Because uh, I was like, talking about the, the whole rape Game of Thrones oh, thing. Oh, I think I saw a little bit of this. This mm -hmm. is on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and they were like, I just I don't like that they uh, just show it, and then they move on as if it didn't happen. And, like, it's... I guess, right now, Game of Thrones should only be about how Cersei raped Jaime. Oh, yeah, I mean, like... They shouldn't discuss anything else. That. That's... They have... Right. But, uh... Uh, and then she said, it's like, you never really see what the result of that is in the victim's life. And, like, you never see how it affects them later on. It just happens, and they move on, and they never address it again. But that's complete bullshit. Because right. having read these books... Everything that Cersei does from this point forward... Now, the rape didn't happen in the books like that. It wasn't... It was weird. Like, it was... Weirdly Somewhat consensual. consensual. It was definitely coerced. Mm -hmm. But at, in the end, she did relent, and she was like, okay, because she wanted him to. And you know that because they're able to tell you Past that, because you could hear... Or, right. But you could hear what's going on in the character's head. Mm -hmm. um, because they could just write it. Uh, with this, yeah, it was oddly filmed. Like, I was like, I don't... It, no, it totally was a rape scene, and I'm not going to argue that. There's a lot of people that are like... Well, she kind of relented at the end. No, she said no. He did it anyway. That's fucking ripe. But um, everything that Cersei does from this point forward is to reestablish herself as an independent character. And she's reclaiming her uh, agency just as a human being. And it happened differently in the books, obviously. But she's been kind of subjugated her entire life. She was born into this... Uh, life where she has no control over what she's doing. And you see it with her getting married off to Sir Lancel as well. Mm -hmm. um, where she's like, no, I don't want to marry this guy. And he, he even, uh, Lord Tywin even said it. He's like, you won't be the first woman dragged to a sept against your will. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, everything now, as you saw, we have something of a power vacuum in King's Landing with the death of Tywin. Tyrion's gone. Uh, Jamie doesn't want to have anything to do with any of this. He's just like, I'm part of the King's Guard, and this is going to be my life. So now Cersei is essentially she's the queen. She's the queen both in name and in practice. Um, before she was the queen, queen regent, you still had Tywin as the hand of the king, so he was the one with the actual political influence. Um, but now, yeah, it, it's it's pretty much the Cersei show in King's Landing at this point. She's the absolute authority. And you'll see, without spoiling anything, everything that she does from this point forward is to reclaim her agency as a person and as a ruler. So I would say that having that in the show, as reprehensible an act as it is, and there's no justifying it, it does absolutely demonstrate uh, what that kind of thing does to a person. And now it doesn't do that, maybe not to every person, Every person's going to handle it differently, and maybe the person that I was having this argument with on Facebook, it wasn't up to her standards. She's like, well, that's not how I would deal with it, or whatever. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, and she said the same thing about Daenerys, because there was the thing in the like the first season. Oh, yeah. In her wedding. And he's like, you never really see what how that affected Daenerys, what she's doing. Like, no, fuck you. Everything that Daenerys does is, again, to reclaim her agency. I think that George R. R. Martin has... Uh, you could argue one way or another whether he does it accurately, but I think he at least tries to write female characters in a way that you don't necessarily see a lot in fantasy. Right. In the They're more genre. empowered. They have more control. Of sure. What's going on around them. Like historically speaking, like looking back at things like Tolkien, where they invented the entire concept of high fantasy. Yeah, the woman is was damsel in distress. They were really more of a plot point than they were actual characters, and I think Martin. 
at least attempts to 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 correct that problem a bit. And like I said, you could argue whether or not he's good at it. That's all, you know, completely objective, but or subjective. But you know, at least he's trying. So, whatever. To them, I say, nay, there's a lot of horrible shit that happens on Game of Thrones. And if you're the kind of person that gets squeamish about that, it's like, why are you watching in the first place? Right. You know, because this is literally, we saw a guy get his fucking eyes crushed out in the last episode. And Game of Thrones is really good about, flattened. like, the realism. Like, it it's is. It's like, everything that can happen here is can mm-hmm. happen there. You know, sure. I, I saw the magic shit, you know, which doesn't really pop up that much anyway. Says you. Um... <laughs> But it's like, it, this is the real world. Sure, it, do, it does feel like a very realistic setting, even though there are, you know. And well, now we're seeing more and more of it. Before it was just the dragons. Um, but even that could be just like a conceit where you're like, wow, in this world there's an animal that's like that. It wasn't Harry Potter style magic by any means. And like a lot of the stuff that they would say was magic in that show just really wasn't. They just. It's like what they said in Thor. It's like, magic is just science that they don't know how to explain. <laughs> yeah. Thor. Yeah. Well, they, no, the Asgardians are like, what you call magic, we call science. And something like that. Um, but, yeah, no. Because, like, they said the wildfire uh, was magic. But yeah. that's literally just napalm. They just don't know it. Yeah. That was really cool. I like that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a pretty neat episode in the Battle of the Blackwater. Okay, um, so yeah, Tyrion killed Lord Tywin, and they kept that scene pretty, like, dead accurate. Really? That's From the book. Awesome. Yeah, almost verbatim, and it was great. I loved just seeing him kind of backpedal, and it was this... Uh, yeah, he's all of a sudden, he's like, you're my son. Oh, you are worried. my son. You think I'm... I love you. Are you worried that I, I'm going really, to have you executed? I really want him to just shoot that. that arrow right when he said that. Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Uh, and it, it almost seemed like a nice homage to Pulp Fiction, where he's just like, say whore again. I Where are you from? Whore. Whore ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English in the whore. English motherfucker. What do they call a cheeseburger over there? A royal cheese because of the metric system. Which we don't use because this is a fantasy setting and it was before the metric system was invented anyway. He kind of sounds like Sean Connery when I'm impersonating him. Um, yeah, no, the crossbow scene was great. Strangling Shay was also great, but like, yeah. it was a completely different setup. And I, no, 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 maybe that's just because the way that I was reading into it. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck Shay when I was reading the books. I was like, she comes off as like a really, really, really conniving, horrible person who's just shitting all over Tyrion during the trial. In the in the show, I was just kind of like, okay, I kind of see where she's coming from, though. Because, like, what did... She didn't seem as petulant as she did in the book. In the book, it was like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to say all these things that are lies just to get back at you because you don't want me anymore. Um, which isn't even true. He was trying to protect her. But it's revealed that... Nah, it's pretty much the same as in the show. Was Jamie also in love with her? Or? No, but Tyrion goes through life thinking it was Tywin, I think. I could be wrong on this. I probably am. It, but it turns out it was Jamie that was fucking with him or something like that. Or at least that's the way he perceives it. Oh, yeah, they did say that in the books later. Yeah. I remember reading that. And then, um, right, he... He is furious at Jamie, and I remember him getting really harsh. And this one, they literally hugged it out. He gave him a weird. It felt that that was kiss. a really weird scene because I could have sworn it was a trap. By the mm-hmm. way, it was filmed right. or yeah, it was it just so like quick. It. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, there's a movie for you. Know, see you later. Yeah, hug it out, bro. <laughs> and then he just disappeared, and I was like, okay, well, this is weird because Jamie just got back with Cersei, pretty much. And she fucking hates Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Like, is he just gonna betray him now and like send him into, you know, certain right? Doom? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it didn't. But no, it way, didn't obviously. transpire that way. But like, yeah, no. I remember them going out and like he's like, you and your vile, abomination, abominable children can go die and whatever. He like he's just a fucking spitting venom at Jamie. And Jamie is still helping him. I mean. Uh, but 
Yeah, and Varys helps him too. In the book, I don't remember Varys getting on the boat because everything's from Tyrion's point of view, so you wouldn't be able to see it anyway. But you do realize later that Varys also flees the city. Um, but yeah, and so that draws us to the conclusion of that episode. Arya going off uh, to Bravos finds right. a ship, gives him the iron coin, and says, Valor Morghulis. That was awesome, that yeah. scene. And the just like, captain's oh. just like, you can have my cabin. Right. Of course you'll get a cabin. Or is it, or is it, uh, a cabin, whatever. Mm-hmm. It looked like a small boat. I'm assuming there's one cabin. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll give her a floppy hat and send her on her way. Right. You're a, a real hat. wizard, Ari. <laughs> okay, so that ends our discussion on Game of Thrones. We have another thing to talk about, though. Another thing to review. Another thing to discuss. There's a film that has come out recently, starring the greatest actor of our generation. Fucking Tom Cruise and Edge of Tom. Okay, so we saw a movie starring the greatest actor of our generation, Mr. Tom Fucking Cruise, called Edge of Tomorrow. It's got a ninety percent. I was saying that it, I thought it had gone down. It hasn't gone down at all. It's still really, really high up and critically acclaimed. Gian, tell us a thing or two about what this movie is about. Uh, this movie is about Tom Cruise, who is a... I don't even know what he is. He's a representative for the Freedom Defense Force. Was that their name in the movie? I, he's like in the army. <laughs> right, it's like a national army. And he's like, what is he? He's like a documentarian. He's like an advertiser, well, he's a, basically. Well, he's a major Yeah, well, the he's army, in the but army. But he's never actually seen combat. Right, but like he said that he was in uh, like it's advertising school. He's a spokesperson school. for the army. Like, right, because he told fucking... Guys, yeah, so. he, he tells Alistair Mooney that... Uh, <laughs> That was a great scene. Yeah. That he had just gotten all these people to join the army or whatever. And then he's like, well. He's like, I could turn them against you. And he's like, well, now you're fine. Are you blackmailing me? All right. Fine. You don't have to go. Just and then kidding. he has him arrested. Yeah. Okay. So, go on. Um, well, he has him arrested, sent to pretty much the front lines of a major battle that they're playing against these alien against creatures. the octopuses from the matrix right. yeah <laughs> they you know it took me like 30 minutes i maybe it was because of the 3d effect but it took mm-hmm. me like 30 minutes to actually make out details of these things because they were just moving so fast and just like right they were li- no they literally looked spiders. like the octopus things from yeah they were giant oh, what what the hell were they were I they like organic were they, they never just robots into any background history of these things either they're just like an alien evasion occurred and uh you know we were pretty screwed and then we came up with this new suit and this chick uh who's like never seen battle in her first battle takes out like a hundred mimics these aliens um Mm. and they start calling her the angel overdone right is that it yeah Oh, whatever it was. She was like this hero, and like she got a magic power where whenever she gets killed, she gets to go back to well, one point. Right, right. Well, like what? Well, I guess because she got bathed in octopus movie, blood. Yeah, oh. we're gonna go. With uh, I guess you can't. Review. You can't really talk about it. That's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in her first battle, she gets. I guess she kills one of these um, higher tier mimics called alphas, and when they're destroyed, they have this like blood. Um, that if it's like comes in contact with your own blood, when you die, you like you don't actually die. You like wake up again alive. You, you get just repeat powers. the day. You right. repeat the day. So you get to start over, and you know correct all your mistakes um, until. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> it was I am so weird. weird. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, the first thing that I wanted to say about this is it just it did not feel like a Tom Cruise movie no. for the first half of it. Maybe for the first two-thirds. In the last act, it, it kind of becomes like a straight, dumb action movie. And I'm like, all right, he could be in it's it. Like but, Tom Cruise action movie? But the thing about him is he's a little bit too old to be doing these movies. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that he's geriatric by any means, but that he's 55. Way cooler. Yeah, he's just like, I'm go, I'm in the army now. Give I'm me gonna a, fight these things. I'm Tom Cruise, and I will fight all the aliens. 
Yeah. You know, okay, speaking of Gundam suits, I did like their little body armor stuff. I did too. Uh, I thought it I thought it was really uh like the scenes were utilized really well when towards the very end mm-hmm. or like when they're first getting out of that whole skirmish. Sure. And they're like fucking flipping around and like throwing the spiders everywhere and cutting them up. Right. It was great. And he's running, he's running, <laughs> shooting the fucking gun. He's Everyone's doing like, really good because he's lived Private this battle. Cage? Who was that right. guy? Who's the new guy? I don't know, Sarge. But yeah. No, then like, it looked like one of the, uh, what do they call them? Like the exoskeletons that they actually have. Mm-hmm. Like you always see them from Japan and they're for like just nurses at this point. People having to lift up elderly they're people. They're for geriatrics. They're for, well, they're the people that have geriatrics. to deal with geriatrics. Right. We have to lift them, and they just make you stronger. It looked like one of those. It didn't look like a fancy gun suit. It wasn't like, uh, God, what was the Pacific Rim? Right. Which was also awesome. I'm not digging on Pacific Rim right now, because that was a great movie. But, uh, yeah, the suits were cool. I like the look of the movie in general. I think it had a very... Uh, not Gritty, near future. Yeah, of. absolutely. It was like a near future. It wasn't too far off. Um, other than the fucking matrix squids but yeah so tom cruise gets that power too and then hilarity ensues as he tries to figure oh, out oh man his that life. was the greatest scene i hope like when the dvd comes out they just have like a million deaths of tom cruise, right like, they have them all shot and they just like tried to figure out the best one i think the i mean the favorite he, he basically repeats the same day till he gets it absolutely right mm-hmm. um and he just becomes this god of like soldiers like really good uh fucking warrior and but in the meantime he has to do all these like little things in order to change certain things you know for the battle uh-huh. and when he's doing there's a scene where he's like <laughs> he purposely has his whole um squad do like push-ups mm-hmm. and be punished because there's these there's this row of trucks that are coming and he's going to <laughs> attempt to roll underneath these moving trucks um and to like, escape this site right to escape unseen right and so the first time he does it he goes for the roll and then all you hear is ah! and like a thump. <laughs> such a great sound effect too and then like um his whatever his um sergeant i don't know yeah, yeah the, he was a master sergeant. Yeah, it, like you just see Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton walk over, and it's just an upshot of him looking down. He's like, I don't know what the hell he what was thinking. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> it was great. It was a really good comedic moment. No, that's like, I felt like the beginning of this movie was almost like an action comedy. It had a very like Starship Troopers esque feel. Mm. It wasn't so over the top like Starship Troopers. Um, where all the acting is like way too big and all of that. It's a different kind of comedy, but it, it did very much have that feel. And I was like, at that point in the movie, I'm just like, wow, he's phenomenally miscast in this role. Oh, yeah. Because all I could think is Tom Cruise. Now, as it went on, though, like that kind of worked in the film's benefit. Because I was just like, it's just so silly that he's in it. But they were kind of going for laughs, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. At some points. I don't know. He was fine. I really liked um, Emily Blunt in this movie. Yeah, she was great. I've uh, never really, I guess not really seen her in a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But she she was pretty cool in this. Yeah. Cool female character. I agree. She was good as the... She was Tom Cruise before he was Tom Cruise or whatever. I liked the nickname they gave her that she absolutely hated, which, I mean, rightfully so, she hated it. <laughs> but they called her the Full Metal Bitch. Which is um, a pretty awesome nickname. Yeah. I, I wish that was my nickname. The Full Metal Bitch. <laughs> they would have no reason to ever call me that. I was like, other than it sounds cool. <laughs> Please. Come on, guys. Like, no one's going to call you that. A, you're a dude. B, what do you have to I was watching an interview with her um, on Conan, actually, mm-hmm. and she was talking about, um, well, Conan brought up the scene where you first meet her, and she's, like, in, an ha- in a hangar. It's actually right after Tom Cruise successfully manages to roll under the trucks. Right. Um, he goes to find the angel of her done, Emily Blunt, and she's, like, in this hangar with, like, I guess training... Um, training blades like flying over her right they're set up to like mimic the actual octopuses that they have to go fight and she's holding like a plank um a 
plank pose with like one arm, which is basically like a push-up position, but just, you know, one-handed. And uh, they were asking her like, how the hell did she manage to hold it that long? And she was like, oh, well we, you know, for the longer scenes, we used uh, tiny wires, you know, to hold up her ankles. Uh But there was like, she was like complaining about it because sometimes Tom Cruise would come in late with the line, like a little too long. And she's like, dude, hurry up. This fucking hurts really bad. (laughs) You need to be a little faster. He's just being all method about it. It's like, well, it wasn't my impulse to say this line at this time. Or maybe he's just forgot it. And, um... There's all, do you remember the scene where they're escaping with the truck and there's that like tree and they have to they swing the trailer really right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well apparently in that scene uh, sh- like she was told to like oh she was told <laughs> to make the trailer like obviously swing pretty, pretty mm-hmm. violently and Tom Cruise was riding shotgun and he didn't like that obviously mm-hmm. and um She's like, he's, he's, they're getting closer to the tree and he's just like, break, 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 break. <laughs> he's like getting louder about it. And, uh, in the first try for that, she like actually ended up hitting the tree with the car and mm. almost killed them, wow. I guess. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Why were they, but the, uh, I guess they would have to be. I just, it just seems odd to me that they would film it like that. That they would do the have, scene? Right, yeah, and not oh. have, like stunt doubles i guess they wanted to do especially the considering that tom cruise is in his mid 80s right now he's very right. fragile well apparently he still does a lot of his own scenes or at least the ones he can do you know you right. need like a fucking expert at something mm-hmm. well he is an expert he's like an ot level three dude oh what an o- what did you say ot3 it's a scientology thing oh god you know that building's right down the street Really? Pretty close, yeah. We should go Headquarters. there. Headquarters. Jacob went in there one time. Him and uh, Molly. I don't remember that story. Yes. Got tricked into going in there. I don't know how you get tricked into going into a Scientology building. You're with somebody that's not too bright. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh, no. Hey, man. All right. Well... Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. What would you give Edge of Tomorrow? I would give it... Not a 90. Not a 90. Maybe like... A B minus. It's worth like a a rental. It's... Yeah, yeah. Give it a rental or a matinee. Don't pay full price to see it. You don't really need to. But it is an interesting film. In general. Don't avoid it like the plague. Yeah, if you don't have anything better to see, it's a yeah, fun, entertaining. It. We saw it for movie. much cheaper than we normally would have, but it's because I'm awesome and I don't pay full price for movies. I'm just like, you ever heard this podcast? I'm like, yeah, dude, just going for Hey, free. that's the one that's really popular in, uh, in Albany. <laughs> <laughs> we really love that yeah, shit upstate. <laughs> okay, well. Well, that said, I think this is about a, a decent length for this episode. Heavily edited podcast. Right. Well, <laughs> Lots of it'll be about time. 35 minutes total. Yeah. Or 10 minutes. 35 seconds. Well, that was, this was fun. Yes. We'll be able to do this every week. All the time. Hills, yeah. All right. Well, my name is Tyler Pino. I love you all. Have a fantastic week. Farewell. What is your name? Gian. Okay.